You are listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game, the world's most parental baseball podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Dauber, and I use she, her pronouns. Today's show is about peanuts. But first, a word from our sponsors. This episode of Take Me Out to the Ball Game was sponsored by... Uh, okay, this just says, um, peanuts? I'm just gonna roll the ad. This is, this is fine. <laughs> peanuts. Have you considered them? Look at them. Touch them. Smell them. Taste them. Listen to them. Hold a peanut up to your ear and turn it upside down. Hear the faint whisper of matter trickling from top to bottom, like a honey-roasted hourglass for concepts more delicious than linear time. Arachibutyrophobia is the word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. If you were me, you would know why this fear evolved. If I were you, I would consider peanuts. Hey there, listeners. We are back on today's show, which is all about peanuts. This episode started when listener Daniel sent in the following question shortly before the sacrifice. <clears throat> Love the show. Long time listener, first time, first timer. I've just now sponsored a taco, and I can't say I'm not a bit nervous, but helping fellow baseball fans is in a Friday's blood. My question is, what makes these peanuts so yummy? I'm not sure what's come over me, but I can't stop eating peanuts. Usually I say to myself, I'll just have one. But that's before I lose dozens in what feels like moments and then suddenly I'm late to a meeting or dinner or any manner of things. Daniel, thank you so much for sending in your question. Peanuts are a vital part of baseball, and it sounds like you are experiencing this firsthand. So I'm going to do my best to help you out here. In order to answer your question, I have called in a peanut expert. That reporter is, as his name implies, an intrepid reporter for WTFB Sports Radio. That reporter daringly investigates all things baseball, regardless of the threat to his physical form. Or his sanity. Or his immortal soul. So anyway, if anyone was going to find out what's going on with you and your peanuts, I knew it was going to be him. Listeners, we go now to that reporter. This reporter, he, him, pronouns, speaking for WTFB Sports Radio. Ah, peanuts. So many things are presided over or filled by this roasted legume. Our votes, our tributes, filing cabinets. Peanuts loom large in baseball history in every sense of the word. Most of them just really, really literal, huh? Peanuts, for those, like myself, who are somewhat new to the game, 
are a mysterious item slash snack slash currency that were first introduced by a decree in Season 2. This, of course, was the Peanut Decree, which had a described effect of peanut, with just literally no further explanation. It passed, and as day one of Season 3 began, it became possible to purchase peanuts from the store and consume them. A hopeful moment for Blazeball, as, according to the Forbidden Book, eating one million peanuts in total would have allowed the fanbase to atone for having angered the Blazeball gods. Unfortunately, one day later, the fanbase angered the Blazeball gods, due to reports of peanut fraud. One whole day. Pretty good for Blazeball. But this is what first brought the shelled one into the public eye, where their first major act was taking its redemption back and going home with it. And they have remained the game's main representation of the Blazeball gods to this very day. Since then, notable behavior has included getting mad at us for liking players more than peanuts, trapping players in gigantic peanut shells, and getting menaced by a squid. Bit of a theme. Except for that last part. We're still working on that. Truthfully, we may have more questions about Peanuts than we have answers. We have recently learned that the Shelled One is directly responsible for the gift of this particularly savory communion. But why? What form of redemption was there to be found in the act of consumption? For what reason were the crimes of the few fit to damn us all? Are the powers granted to the gods only generated by our own belief, our faith, our meaning, our associations? Or is there something inherent to these beings we have yet to comprehend that we can't comprehend? Does their presence imply a yet still veiled popcorn deity? Are peanuts eggs? Why does the station coffee machine keep filling up with peanuts whenever we try to turn it on? Seriously, having to walk all the way out to the donut shop on the corner is such a drag. Anyways, we here at the station have looked into the matter of unstoppable peanut consumption, and this reporter thinks we may have a working theory. First of all, the distinctive peanut yumminess mentioned actually has some very interesting sources. The first is in the cooking method. You see, ballpark, or blallpark, peanuts have been roasted. This high heat cooking method allows the peanuts to brown in their shells, drawing out a sweet and complex flavor. The result is a savory, somewhat chocolatey, and slightly vegetal flavor profile that is quite distinct especially when paired with the woody aroma of the roasted shell. Actually, this reporter does believe that the shell may be an important component of this particular compulsion. The shell. This fibrous wall that has made prisons of Blaseball's finest for no greater sin than being beloved for no worse crime than not having been marked by the shelled one's name. 
Luck and the mercy of the birds may allow some of our players to go free, but we are still helpless. Only in the miniature can we crack this fortress into an aperture, beholding its true form, beholding what it has to hide. Here, here we may find catharsis. You turn the shell in your fingers, seeking the seam. You press and pull, and it splits. And oh, the crack of sound, the satisfaction in the sensation. And from sensation we find memory. The crack of the bat, the roar of the crowd. You're there, there within the many, within the we who watch, within the cheer, within the glory. While we here at the studio can't yet offer any solutions to Eldrick yearning for the nostalgic crowd-gestalt energy of a baseball game, we do think we have a solution for such an intrusive problem. Just take your supply of peanuts and toss to coat with a few spoonfuls of chili powder. The capsaicin should help you realize you've begun eating peanuts, or at the very least, provide a little spicy kick to your snacking. We got the idea from our studio policy of adding chili to the peanuts that we throw into the parking lot for the birds. Helps keep the feral umpires off. Back to you, Dauber. Thanks, that. Wow. Making peanuts spicy. That is a brilliant solution, taking one part of baseball and combining it with another to produce something that might be a great success and might be a monstrosity that no one should have ever hoped to exist in the first place. Daniel, I hope this helps with your peanut problem, and may the peanut have mercy on all of us. But listeners, that is not all we have for the episode today. You see, after reading Daniel's question, I kind of, sort of, maybe got really interested in peanuts. Ah, oh my gosh, I found so many interesting facts about them, and I really want to share all of my favorite peanut facts with you. But first, we'll be right back after this short break. This episode of Take Me Out to the Blall Game was sponsored by Blaseball Cares. At Blaseball Cares, we love peanuts. Unless you don't like them, in which case we hate peanuts. Either way, our store will be opening back up at the start of Season 9 with brand new peanut merch to express your feelings. We've donated over $2,000 to charity already, and with lots more products and launches planned, we're excited to donate plenty more. Make sure to check us out at BlazeballCares.com and follow us on Twitter at BlazeballCares. See you at the start of Season 9 on Monday. Listeners, we are back! Today we are talking about peanuts. Okay, so I found a lot of peanut facts on the internet, and since these facts said that they were verified, I knew that they had to be true. So I put them together for you in this little audio format, and listening to them will almost definitely not shatter your mind. I think. Anyway, 
Please enjoy these verified peanut facts. Due to the many worlds theory of baseball, some verified peanut facts may contradict one another or may not even be true in your version of the multiverse. One, peanuts as a food. Elephants love peanuts because if an elephant eats its own body weight in peanuts in one day, it gains the ability to fly. Sometimes, if you put a peanut in your ear, you can hear silence because there's a peanut blocking your ear. Peanuts do not contain calories. Rather, one who consumes a peanut gains nourishment from the soul within. You were supposed to shell peanuts before eating them. Seriously, you know who you are. Crows love them. Want to be friends with crows? Leave out peanuts! And then when they know you have food, transition to cat food, which is better for them and the squirrels won't eat it. Then, the murderer will love you basically forever. Just basic bird facts. Some people claim to be allergic to peanuts, but anyone can be allergic to peanuts thrown at high speed. Two, peanut nomenclature. Peanuts are a type of snail. The rough peanut evolution timeline goes cyanobacteria, anomalocaris, peanuts. Peanuts don't have to Google how to spell anomalocaris. Correction, peanuts are not a type of snail, and knowing the difference could save your life. People think that the beloved comic strip, Peanuts, is named after the legume, but this is a common misconception. Peanuts is named after Charles Schultz's beloved son, Peanuts McGraw-Schultz. Peanut, 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 peanut. If you look at a peanut under a microscope, you will see that it is helpfully labeled peanut. All peanuts are labeled this way. Three, peanuts in agriculture. A peanut is a fruit. This one is actually true, as much as I hate it. The peanut plant is a tetrafoliate, meaning it has four leaflets that make up each leaf. This one is also true, even though I think I just made up the word tetrafoliate. Peanuts come from the ground. It is reasonable to expect that the rise in peanut consumption is related to the prevalence of ground outs. Legume-based rational cropping and soil management practices support environmentally and economically sustainable agro-ecosystems. Peanuts can improve the bioavailability of contaminants, crop biomass, and the ability to degrade organic pollutants and indirectly help photostabilization and translocation of pollution agents from soil to plant. Tang, et al., 2015. If you were to stack every peanut in the world on top of each other to form a tower, the tower would probably collapse. You can't stack peanut shells, dummy. Four, peanut psychology. Peanuts share shells with other peanuts because they like to be friends. Peanuts are more social in comparison to, say, walnuts or almonds. Peanuts are mad, bad, and dangerous to know. Peanuts pass the mirror test. Peanuts are one of the few members of the legume family to be capable of sin. As such, their testimony cannot be considered reliable evidence in a court of law. Peanuts have no chill. Peanuts can run up to 40 kilometers per hour, but they don't. 
5. Peanut socioeconomics. There are 12 peanuts in a dozen. The peanut claims its own shell as a dependent for tax purposes. The peanuts are unionizing. All peanuts are enemies of the proletariat. A peanut was once elected mayor of Coffee Springs, Alabama. This was an administrative accident, but Mayor Nutt is still beloved for their thorough overhaul of the local roadways. Peanuts say trans rights. back. That was fun, right? Everybody's mind's still intact? Good? Good. Okay, so those were only most of the verified peanut facts. I also got some responses that may have come from some well-known baseball figures. One particularly verified response said, oh no, and was followed shortly by what? I'm not sure who sent these in, but I suspect they're doing a great job. Finally, I received this audio clip from an anonymous source. I heard that the peanut has a six-pack. That the peanut is shredded. So I have no clue who could have possibly sent that one in. But that is all I have today for verified peanut facts. Many thanks to the internet for providing them to me. Okay, listeners, that's all I've got today for the episode. Thank you again to Daniel for sending in your question. The peanut ad at the beginning of the show was brought to our plane of existence by Lauren Sherman. If you liked it, you can find more cool stuff that they did at shermansplanet.com. That reporter is on Twitter at WTFB Splort Radio. That's WTFB Splort Radio. And by the way, in this Blazeball's personal opinion, he is one of the most underrated Blazeball Twitter accounts in existence. So go give him a follow. All right, remember to subscribe to our show, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Twitter at BlazeballPod and email us at BlazeballPodcast at gmail.com. You can send in a question, dedicate a soul scream to a fellow Blazeball fan, or just suggest something that we should be interviewing you about. And finally, if you know someone else who would enjoy this podcast, do them a favor and tell them about it. I bet they'll be glad you did. I'm Kimberly Dauber. This has been Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And thank you for participating in the cultural event of baseball. Ball.